Well, good morning. Welcome to the Madison Street Worship Podcast. Good morning, everybody. Hope you're doing well, wherever you're listening from, and uh, whatever time you're listening to this, it's morning here, (laughs) but... We have um, our coffee. We have coffee. What are we drinking today? Oh, it's over here. Get, grab the bag. Oh, oh. Um, you're our, uh, you're our hot seat oh, today, oh, Harley. Okay. Oh, my bad. Here, I'll toss. Yeah, it we to you. we swapped places. So. Ready? I'm not here. used to this. Oh, here we go. On, hold on. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> All right, we're drinking the Good Citizen Coffee Roasted in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, it's called La Ceiba, I think. Yes, La Ceiba. Um, regional select from Guatemala. And B-roll. It's got notes of peach, cream, strawberry, and plum. It's yeah, uh, shout out to Good Citizen Coffee Co. Yeah, it's 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 drinking quite nicely this morning. Yeah, I will say I've had half about half that bag already, and um, I've brewed it up several different ways. Chemex V60. What did we do today? We did the ratio. We did the ratio again. Just ratio for the, six batch brewer. Very cool. It is um, tried and true. It tastes great. Yeah, it's it's a really nice one. It's a good coffee. Also, our MSW mugs. Yes. Brady's got his crema today, Available in white and black. I'm a handmade mug guy. I uh, <laughs> Do you hand make mugs or no. do you buy handmade mugs? <laughs> no, if I had $80 to drop on a mug, I would probably only buy handmade mugs. I think they're really cool. What's the um, volume of that one? Do you know? Like how much it holds? Yeah. I'm not sure. It's it's Bean and Bailey. They're actually out of Chattanooga, Tennessee. Um, and they just like do their little stamp. Nashville, Tennessee. Shout out Bean and, and Bailey. And that's crema because it's where I got it. Okay. I think I only spent like 25 on this one. So That's really cool. And it's awesome. And I love it. It looks good. I, I think for a handmade coffee, you need to have a handmade mug. That's kind of how I am. Dude, having a this is machine having brewed. a mug you're enjoying drinking out of makes the coffee taste better. I said that in the last episode, but did you? Yeah, I did. <laughs> well, no, actually, I said it as a selling point for our mugs. I was like, <laughs> these mugs will make your coffee. But no, having a mug uh, or a glass or something—that's why I love going to shops and they'll give you like all the yes. extra in the carafe, mm-hmm. and you get to just pour it yourself. It makes the whole experience better, and I feel like it. I think adds. we have a little bit left in our yeah in nice. our, our carafe there, so. Well, we all love coffee. You guys listening probably love coffee in some sort of way. Coffee is very, it's one of those things, you like it how you like it. And was anybody a barista growing up? Not growing up, but I I would, I dare to say I was something of a barista at one of our local shops here Mm -hmm. called Coffee Beans. But beans was spelled with a Z, so <laughs> take that with how you ever, however you want. Coffee be coffee was spelled with a K. I'm and not a, beans had a Z. They're so. illiterate. I'm not a barista, <laughs> but um, my in-laws own a coffee shop here in Shelbyville. It's called the Southern Cup. Mm. Um, it just got repainted, and it looks amazing. It does yeah. look amazing. Dude, we need to throw a before and after up real quick. Yeah, yes. for real. <laughs> it's really just a it's before. A, <laughs> yeah. It looks great. It does. Um, but my wife is a barista, and it's kind of just like a coffee hut. If you've ever been to like West Coast, like Alaska or Oregon, or, <laughs> I really or, thought you were talking about like California. Cal- some in you California. You said West Coast, and no. then you said Alaska, and well, I was like, "Well, West." I was thinking like West Coast, Oregon, like Washington. Yeah, the the North um, Pacific. Pacific Northwest. Pacific Northwest. Yeah, um, I'm yeah. sure that there's some in California, but it's basically a coffee hut, and it's like a drive up on either side. California has um, taco huts. 
Oh, that's right. There's this one place. That's the best, like, authentic What's that? Do you know that Mexican one place in Redding that's, uh, it's kind of like, um, it's kind of like Asian Mexican fusion. Whoa. No. It's like Wilda's or something like that. I don't know. Anyway. It's, it's been 12 years <laughs> since okay. I've been to Redding. 10 that years. Place is <laughs> good. That place is good, but it's kind of like a taco place, more... I don't know. Not really tacos I was, in the sense of uh, California. But. I was a barista in high school at a place that was also uh, would serve adult beverages <laughs> after a certain point at night, which business model wise was really good because yeah. like they sold coffee pretty much all day and all night. And it was called VB Chocolate Bar. Shout out Upshot Coffee now. Um, one of my favorite shops. They, uh, so Connor, who's the owner and like founder, he is someone who's just into a lot of things Mm -hmm. and like most of us Mm -hmm. and it was the VB chocolate bar. So he like did, uh, it was probably the first shop in St. Charles County, which is right outside of St. Louis to do uh, specialty coffee. So that was really special. And he'd, so he was doing coffee and then did chocolates his wife owned a thing called Chocolate, 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 and it's like, yeah. <laughs> chocolate, chocolate, what chocolate, a name. Chocolate, yeah. chocolate, 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 chocolate. And, chocolate. and uh, so they were really into like, I guess like the cacao bean and all of that like got him into like coffee. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So they were doing these like handmade chocolates as well in their other shop, and then they started selling them at VB, and they were doing gotcha. coffee and then cocktails on the other side of the restaurant. They also did bakery items, which were crazy. They still have stuff that is like, their cinnamon roll is probably the best cinnamon roll I've ever had in my life. <laughs> they have this like uh, citrusy cinnamon, like icing that they make. Yeah. It's like still kind of like, it's not a cream cheese, but it's like a, uh, like a buttercream with like, like an orange kind of thing to it, Ooh, like a clementine. Sounds, it is yeah, insane. Cool. And then. Uh, they still I, do they carry this over to Upshot at all? Like, do they do any of this? All the bakery stuff. Yeah, the, they still. So yeah, they're no longer doing. I think uh, Cottleville, where they where they're located, their main location was located. They changed some bylaws with um, alcohol stuff, so they changed that. And um, I think it was just kind of a pain yeah. to keep that rolling. So they were gotcha. like, honestly, there's like, I mean, I was 16, yeah. working until like 1:30 in the morning. Mm, well, which was crazy because wow. they had the bar open all night and, I, and then there's a kitchen downstairs that we did very expensive food um, okay that's crazy like super dope flatbreads and salads well and, i've been to upshot a few times and i am always impressed with them so yeah if they've carried over anything that they had going it's morphed in those over the early years. days it's morphed over the years um i think for for longevity wise for the better because mm-hmm. they're they're sticking to what they do really really well, and that was their baked goods and their coffee, and they do a great job. And now they roast. Yeah, um, yeah. I think you could probably buy it online, Upshot Coffee. But they, uh, I think actually they're the first people to open up like a specialty shop in a church as well. It's okay. a church called North Road. Oh, that's that's cool. like kind of near where my parents live, and they uh, they're open during the week, mm-hmm. which is so dope to mm-hmm. invite people from all over to just have a, a coffee shop, but yeah. like being in their church lobby yeah i think that's the coolest thing yeah um, i would love that i would love to do that here mm-hmm. at some point neat. in our future we have all the space to do it yeah yeah um it's just gonna take you know the resources and time to get it but dude that job was <laughs> i remember i was fired <laughs> i 
I was I was like passively fired because I uh, I was supposed to close one night and I had never closed yet. I was only there for a few months, and I was never given the opportunity to close by myself. And the, the dude that was like my manager or whatever was like, "Yeah, I gotta go. I, I got a gig or something. I don't remember what it was." And he left. And he was like, give me this list. He had this stainless steel countertop, and he wrote it in this, like, glass marker. Like, this is everything you need to do to close. And this is, like, 20-item punch list. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Overwhelmed. This ADD mm-hmm. 16-year-old. And I uh, <laughs> I, I guess I didn't do everything. And I, I left at probably, like, 1.30 in the morning, and I went home. And the dude had come back. He baited me, came back and checked it, and was like, hey, you forgot this, this, and this. Or texted me. It was like, you forgot this, this, and this. You need to come back. And I was like... You're crazy. Brother, I have high school tomorrow. <laughs> like, I'm, not, I'm not doing that. Yeah. So I didn't, and then I just didn't get scheduled ever again. So Dang. L. Man. That's not fun. What about... Have y'all had bad jobs? Yes, absolutely. I won't throw them under the bus, but yeah. yes, they. I've had horrible, horrible management issues, bosses, you name it. Just crazy stuff like sending passive aggressive text messages into mm. group chats with the whole crew. Oh my gosh. Just like reaming all of us for like a lot of, I mean, honestly, like what you're talking about sends me for a loop because <laughs> yeah. I just don't have a lot of patience. As a leader myself, like I've grown yeah, probably most of the time because I've watched other leaders just be complete just failures. Not, I've had terrible it's jobs. Just, it's not honoring, man. Like... I, I love the, you know, culture of honor stuff. Like, like honor their time, honor your people. Honor goes both ways. It yeah. just doesn't. It doesn't just go up. up yeah, well, down, all around. Well, even, even yeah, like, well, just like for our our church model, like, it's flipped upside down. Like mm-hmm. Pastor Jason serves all of us, and then we serve all of the people of the mm-hmm. church. Like, mm-hmm. no other corporation. Like, they are so stuck in this like. I mean, multi-century compacted thinking of like CEO mindset of like, mm-hmm. we're the most important, we're, you know, important, we're not as important, right. we're definitely not important. And so it's at, like, at, at, like a local coffee shop, you'll have these like assistant managers, or assistant like assistant managers <laughs> who are just like, I mean, dogging whoever's underneath them mm-hmm. and to do whatever they want. And then they'll just like train them poorly they'll like never resource them the coffee the coffee uh scene is like kind of savage because in some ways yeah i think it'd be kind of petty because it's already such a pretentious thing or it can be not Mm -hmm. in its natural state it's just people wanting to enjoy something at a high level which anybody can get pretentious about yeah i well i think like a good company sets themselves apart by promoting somebody to a level of like leadership ability Mm -hmm. that they already have and then they equip them to actually do the job correctly Mm -hmm. like not just saying like hey i need somebody who's like a little more competent than you know a a 16 year old who doesn't have their life together yet and has a full schedule like Mm -hmm. somebody who's like right out of college or something that gets one of those like you know shift leader or manager positions yeah like they're still so underdeveloped the owner or the regional manager or whoever's over the store or whatever they need to be like training not just like 
this is how you work you know the machine or this is how mm-hmm. our systems work mm-hmm. like you need to be training them with like actual leadership ability to like progress the company <laughs> to get forward. to the next level yes i'm like yes i think the highest form of leadership is when you train somebody up and you can yeah. tell if somebody's a good leader or not and is ready for the next step if they've brought somebody up under them like mm-hmm. that's that's just the natural like how things roll and when it comes to when it comes to bringing somebody up it's intentional because that just that shows so many different layers of who you are mm-hmm. that you care about people that you care about hard work that you care about excellent mm-hmm. work all of mm-hmm. these things and you can't like bring somebody up unless you put yourself to the side so that just shows the type of person you are if you're like in a leadership role and you just eat everybody around you and everybody mm-hmm. and nobody's left like of course there's nowhere else to go mm-hmm. because there's you've not brought no, anybody it's, up it's so true and like if you're not modeling it yourself as the leader on how to be teachable and how to have the heart of hard work and obviously if you're the leader you've done a lot of hard work to yeah make something happen to yeah get, i've you know, watched I've watched so I mean so many self-centered owners like not take ownership of like the their things happening company. in their own company. Yes. And I think like they want to deflect to like the lowest paid person on yep. oh it's all their fault. Like mm-hmm. we can't get people to stay. It's their like but I'm like you are the problem. Mhm. It's so. true. And I know where you're going. And yeah. I, and we we want this like show to be like a positive experience and it's bummer but not everybody has positive experiences all the time. Yeah, and I know that you want to honor. Well, I mean, you, you specifically <laughs> asked about negative yeah. experiences with it, so like well, I think I've, it's, I've got a laundry list. I think but it's, it's comical because <laughs> I I've done some terrible jobs, and that's why I was asking as a kid. Um, it's like yeah, I've uh, done I've done like I guess the most terrible job <laughs> I've ever really done was like my very first job was I was a janitor for a preschool. <laughs> Dude, you were 50 wow. years old. And <laughs> and I was in high school. It was my first job. It was like an every night thing. And it was like, it was, you know, sweeping, mopping floors, like disinfecting toys. It was, um, you know, clean, deep cleaning toilets. And, you know, kids, like how kids are, they like will just pee on the floor yeah. you know and that Ew. was that was pretty gross it was pretty hard um and then the i guess right after that i worked at a restaurant and that was kind of fun it was still a hard work i was washing dishes and you know bussing tables and serving people and i kind of did a little bit of everything there but um the the worst part about that job was um the owner didn't want us to use the uh the spray nozzle on the washing machine and so we had to fill up these like huge like buckets of of hot water like scalding hot water mm-hmm. with soap with with dawn dish soap and we would have to like put our hands in the hot water and put all what? the plates with the food and the ketchup oh, and do that water everything floats to it, the top yeah, everything floats to the top and got it was disgusting i was a dishwasher um, and I, I dealt with that and then after Ugh, that you put terrible, all you dude. put all of those dishes that you've kind of like rinsed off quickly into the dishwasher and then you run the dishwasher yeah um but that was hard and then i went from a painter to working at a um employment company and then here and yeah. also worked at a church in alabama you went straight from the janitor thing to painting i went from the janitor thing that was like my first job into like the restaurant thing okay and then i went to college and basically i was in like a college marching band and in a music program so i was super busy with that but 
I was always serving at church as well. That's what made and me get then, my crap together mm-hmm. at a young age was like doing these terrible jobs and what, mm-hmm. and then dealing with these adults who had these terrible jobs. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, man, I need to, I need to not end up yeah. like this. So <laughs> I served at a, a church in Alabama called Destiny Church. I got wrecked there, changed by the Lord. Like leaving there was so hard because it was such a great culture like culture of honor like Mm -hmm. it wasn't necessarily a big church but it was a life-changing place and then from there i came to tennessee and got an employment specialist job i was hiring people driving this big rv for a, a a global company and then the job opened here at the church and i was already like serving volunteer here so honestly i haven't had too many bad jobs or too many negative experience i've just kind of dealt with like lee works at target that was a great job was it oh man it was so good would you go back i if i ever had to i would immediately go and like i don't know I'd, i'd probably figure out like one of their like LOD positions or really yeah like a the, the one of the store leader positions are they're great Target they, W they make great money man like and it's just everybody loves Target yes like yeah. everybody loves Target it. And is such a giant pe- people trend. Will literally ask, like I worked there for four years they'll ask me <laughs> like do you why do you like going back and like I'll, I'll recommend hey let's just go go to Target like Target, you know how, I love yeah. it yeah and they'll be like don't you like hate that place I'm like. <laughs> No, no. <laughs> I love Target. It's, it's like the Chick Fil A of retail yeah. oh, stores. That's good. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, it's it definitely is like one of just the best experiences. Like you can spend all your money there. Like mm-hmm. it's always so clean. The uh, is so the clean. leadership there was such a great example. That's great because I was telling, I was even saying to uh, Pastor Jason, like, so at our church we do our team huddles every Sunday morning. Mm. We'll like gather the team together. We'll kind of pump them up. Giving them a place to come in and you grab. You good on coffee? Yeah, uh, I could use more. Grab some muffins, grab some waters, like a kind of like a little volunteer hub. Yeah, that's nice. That's cool that they did that. Um, but we did that at Target. Mm-hmm. Like every shift, especially if you were working a double or something, you were you were a part of the huddles for both um, morning and e- uh, closing shifts. So that's great. Um, that's it was really just cool. such a cool example of like pulling everybody together from all the different departments and. Um, you know, like celebrating wins, we would do that at Target. That's amazing. Like, it was, that's the, the craziest thing ever. I'm like, I think did that's Target important. shape our church culture. <laughs> I hope so. I hope. I hope the the church took an example of some some good things that Target does. I would. It would stick it to the Karens, honestly. Yeah. Um, well, I think t-shirt. it's important. Yeah. Celebrate wins, but you know, huddle together. That's one thing that we do here on Sundays now, and we kind of we. <laughs> We went through COVID and like we stopped doing the huddle thing for a while, but I'm so glad that it's back. Yeah, because it gets everyone on the same page. We get to talk about culture, like we get to kind of like culture leaks. That's a that's a phrase that we use all the time. Like if that's you're cool. not constantly pumping culture back in, like culture leaks, just like air. Yeah, and uh, so like we get those moments to be able to pump the air back in the tire or the balloon and encourage the mess out of our team and let them know they're doing a great job and also talk about things to be reminded of for the day like make sure that you're really loving on people yeah. that you're and we're not we're not a gigantic church mm-hmm. by any means but we're big enough to where we can be inaccessible and like to encourage like i hope there's people listening that are at like giant churches 
and mm-hmm. I've gotten some cool opportunities to work with some bigger churches doing like music and stuff, but like it's really easy to get lost in a church of like 20,000 people. Oh, and especially your, that big. Yeah. Your, your accessibility just dwindles and like culture is only shaped when you're there. Mm-hmm. And if you're not around, if you're too caught up in other things, like what I always say, like when, um, like the bigger you get, the more complicated it gets, obviously, because there's so many more moving parts, mm-hmm. moving pieces. The same thing with like that, that to me, I talk about that with production. Yeah, like no, you, pa- you need more people. <laughs> Pastor Jason talks about it. Like the bigger you grow, the smaller you have to. Yes. That is so Internally, true. you have to get smaller. You have to like make sure that people know even more than ever that they're seen, they're loved, mm-hmm. that their, their problems matter, that their wins matter, all these things. Yeah. So like big churches huddle up. Yeah. Like it, I will shout out Belonging Co. Like we, uh, my old church I used to work at, we did a little retreat. We went out to just a Tuesday service. We, we wanted to come to Nashville and, that's cool. And just like hang out some staff and then some key like volunteers, like MDs and stuff that we had. And we went to TB Co and uh, Henry and Alex like grabbed every single volunteer in the entire church for that service, gathered them up in the auditorium, did a big circle, mm. told them what's going to happen. I think they ran through like planning center, just logistics yeah. at first was like, this is what we're doing. How's everybody doing? That's and cool. like the energy was there. People were just like, and I mean, the, the these are like, celebrity pastors you know these are like the big dogs that are there that are just like and and i hate being like that but that's like that's that's who those people are and they came in and they're like no this this is our church is our home Mm -hmm. no i love that if you can't intentional with that's the thing it's your home if you can't like if i can't kick my feet up at my house like at my church like i should be like then i think you've you're you're a little too buttoned up you're a little too stifled Mm -hmm. up because this is supposed to be comfortable and right and I don't know, we walked in the building. We were like taking a little tour of the place. I was able to um, get us like to walk around and look at the tech stuff. We we're walking around and this was happening. And myself and our, our worship pastor and we just kind of looked at each other like, that is so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, we had been doing something similar, but it wasn't everybody. Right. I thought that was really cool. Because uh, we did, a, we used to do at Gateway. Did our we did our own with like worship and production and yeah. And there's and nothing wrong with that with doing it by what sections. Was, what was neat was like during the time where we stopped doing huddle for like every volunteer because of COVID and all that stuff, and we just kind of got out of our rhythm there. We we kept them going with our worship and our production team, and Sorry. we would mm-hmm. we would meet with our pastor and we would go over the day still in that way, but like. I just want to shout out our team, man. Like yeah. our team stayed strong and solid during that time and like we would we do these things called team hangs or team nights and mm-hmm. like you know, like we we were doing the things that we're currently on our team that we're currently seeing seeing get, getting back into our culture of the entire church, yeah. which is really cool and I just want to shout out our team at Gateway and our team that are involved with Yay. Lattice History. Yeah. Because if you uh if you went back and listened to our previous podcast, we did a QA on Instagram and we're probably gonna do that again yeah. at some point. That was so, awesome. Yeah, be on the lookout. I had fun with that. Be on the lookout if we drop another thing. It's not just for our own sake. Like we legitimately want to hear from you. Yeah. So mm-hmm. take some time, fill in a question, even if you're just like scrolling through your stories or whatever, but legitimately put a question in and we'll answer it. Or it, email it, us. Or email us. At- at, at worship, worship at Madison Street Worship. Yeah. Right. Right there. Here. Somebody asked a oh, question oh. about yeah. um, something to do with community or how do I uh, 
steward my team or something mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that is one of the best things you can start to implement is yeah. a set apart time not on sundays not on service days not on rehearsal days that you can gather your team together mm-hmm. and do something else mm-hmm. you can have worship you can pull a guitar out you can pray over one another yep that's totally fine mm-hmm. but go have a bonfire yeah go get popsicles at you know a, a, a ice cream shop or something yeah. like we have done creative things to get people together we've had game nights we've had dinners like it's it's so easy just to call something like that yeah um and get your team involved get as many people um that will come yeah and I know. because i know there's a leader right now saying how do i do that i don't have time to do that yeah it's because you don't have anybody under you that can help you so grab somebody <laughs> and then go plan that let me because speak that's into so this. important yeah go for it Harley. because this is my heart like this like talking about team nights and doing team nights that is what my bread and butter is and um like you have to as a leader especially in in a church especially like leading people and when they have their they wear their hearts on their sleeves you Mm -hmm. know what i mean Mm -hmm. or they're holding their heart out in their hand like you have to be really intentional in certain ways to make sure that everybody's seen valued loved you know and especially as a worship pastor and you're pastoring people and you're like taking care of them and discerning like, Hey, what are these people going through? Like, how can I help them? How can I be a resource? One of the best things is doing a team hang or a Mm -hmm. team night or whatever you want to call it. And it's just a community gathering and you can do so many things at these community gatherings. You Mm -hmm. can do training. You can like speak into your team. You can like read over a handbook that you're holding them accountable to Mm -hmm. You can go bowling, you can do a bonfire, you can go hiking, like whatever it may be, just find time to do that. And what we do is sometimes it does have to be on a Sunday, sometimes uh, it's on another night of the week. Um, But in our area, we have like we're very regional here and we have a lot of people in our region that attend our church. Mm -hmm. And we have a lot of people that live far away. So with that in mind, for our specific example, Far away, meaning like an hour uh, plus. An hour sometimes. plus. Sometimes two. Yeah, sometimes two. Yeah, and like I try to keep those people in mind when I'm scheduling these things and planning out these things uh, or these types of events for team hangs because I want them there and I yeah. want them to be poured into and have a real family and real community that they can you know that they're a part of and that they're valued and that they're loved. And so what we have to do sometimes is is plan one for a Sunday um, and the people that are like far away, we already know they're probably going to be here for a church. And so right after church, we'll do like, uh, for Christmas and for Thanksgiving this past year, we did like, um, like, a uh, like a team's giving, like a team's giving thing. Yeah. yeah everyone, Christmas party. You, you already do lunch after was like church a pot, pot every luck. Sunday anyway. Yeah. Like, we, yeah. You might already, as well get together, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so just hanging out and like being being together you know is is a, is an amazing thing and yeah. i can tell who is one foot out of the door if they totally neglect every team hang because um when they don't value the community or value the team and wanting to be a part of it i promise you they won't even come to team. True. right so right. true and so you, you kind of get a gauge for who's really in it and who's not yeah and um and i, I I hate to say that, but at the same time, it's uh, 
it's just one way that I kind of gather information. It's super yeah. important to know as a leader where, like, your individuals are at. Mm-hmm. Because especially, like, with excellent music and all that stuff that we do in church, like, there's artistry involved, there's personalities, mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. individualized whatever. And I don't know, sometimes people have problems, and you need mm-hmm. to, when it, it helps us gauge that. And mm-hmm. it helps us gauge who might need a little extra attention for a season. I will say another thing about it's kind of like in the community talk about leading your team is like every time we have a lot of people on our team having babies mm-hmm. right now yeah. that are having Olivia, surgeries. If you hear that, take notes. <laughs> um, they're having surgeries. You know, they're like that's my wife doing all these having all these life it's, things. Yeah, happen. big life event stuff. And mm-hmm. like if your team is not rallying around. Those people, when they're... If they're not flooding their cash up with money at, yeah. that, at Dude, those times... Our group me makes me weepy. Yeah. <laughs> the, just the community we have is, is so amazing because it's always one thing after another. And yeah. like when you have... How, do, how many people do we have in worship production? Like 50 maybe? Total around yeah. probably 40, 50. Y'all, yeah. that's a lot. <laughs> I mean, that's a lot of like different scenarios that are happening in every individual's life. And it's here 50 recently, families, like fifty extended and they're, families. Yeah, they're and they're also not all. This is what the best part about it. They're not all like serving every week. Like mm-hmm. maybe one, maybe some people in the group have served one time mm-hmm. in the past year. Mm-hmm. But we still want to give them like community in a place. And if they feel like they are part of the team, they are mm-hmm. right. So, yeah, and it's just due to their life circumstances, yeah. and you know, and um, what we do is we for our team for worship and production, and that's a whole talk is like how to get your worship and production team on the same page. They're like, doing the same thing. I know that there's churches out Dude, there that real. the worship team and the production team are like butting heads. Mm-hmm. That's and and that's something we can real. go into at an uh, even another time yeah. uh, and talk about the relationship between mm-hmm. the two. But the way we do it here is we are all one team Mm -hmm. and we have a group me and everybody that is a part of our team is in the group me. And as people transition out, we take them out of the group. It's all under the gateway creative arts kind Mm -hmm. of umbrella. And, uh, you know, when those life events happen, I say, hey, guys, anybody able to help with uh, a cash app or a DoorDash or... um, Meal trains. Meal train type of thing. Just to people help. give five bucks. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's crazy. And the last cash or the last Venmo that I sent was like two hundred plus. Yeah. Two hundred dollars plus. So I like even, our, I don't even think about double clicking the the button on my iPhone to buy an app. Right. Like <laughs> yeah. five bucks. Come on. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, it's <clears throat> it's just really cool. And so I just want to shout out our team for being yes. an amazing team. Yeah. The guy that uh we just had a uh, um Kelby and Mara on our team, um, they just had uh, twins, mm-hmm. yeah, twin boys, and a little bit early, and it wasn't how they were expecting. Um, she had to have a C-section, mm-hmm. and so we sent them some money, and um, he was like, "Man, you should be really proud of our team." And yeah. he wow. was like, "He's like, they're doing an incredible job making us feel loved." And I'm like, "Ugh!" Like as yeah. a, mm-hmm. as a worship pastor, and as a pastor at our church, like that makes me feel so. And good. there's people on our team that lead that without you. Yeah, yeah, and that's unbelievable that yeah. is amazing people that just take a hold of the situation are like oh yeah so this is what we're gonna do we're gonna start a meal train and yeah. like mm-hmm. 
they don't even need to ask permission for stuff like that because mm-hmm. leaders <laughs> like us are like yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. no i mean hands I, off i usually try to be like hey they they're getting ready to have their baby yeah you're there to like a baby. open I'm it up kinda, let, I'm let everybody to, know like, let it roll yeah. and then the R- to remind effect. everybody about events coming up mm-hmm. like a baby shower yeah. or whatever but you know i do love that like there's other people on our team that mm-hmm. are like hey i'm starting this like i know I'm just going to go ahead and send them something. If anybody right. wants to send something to you, like join me, you know, that, that's should, really cool. We should definitely, we're running short today, but well, we should definitely talk about implementing change on teams mm-hmm. like that. You mm-hmm. had mentioned something earlier about like worship and production and like, the, those yeah. two. I think, cause it got me thinking about some, some people that I, that were on my old team that I, I remember we were changing some pretty key things and immediately it would come to mind and I was like, okay, how is this person going to react to that? Cause that's so important. Yeah. So like, it, we're always, church is always changing. Trends are always changing. It's important. We stay on top of it to stay relevant yeah. to teach the gospel. That's number one. That's super important. So with that, not everybody is super edgy, trendy, mm-hmm. future forward. So, well, the average church in like America or, or Canada, even, and maybe even North the American world area. is like, what is it? A hundred or less? A hundred. Yeah. Yeah. hundred or so, below. Yeah, 100 or below. And like churches, in, I've been to churches like that. Mm-hmm. I've been a member of churches right. in that um, category. And, you know, in those places especially, it's super important to get your worship and production teams on the same page. Yeah. And what I love about where we're at here is me and Lee, we've been friends for 10 plus years. Mm-hmm. And like we have a relationship and we're not butting heads yeah. on XYZ. Like I trust you to do what you do and implement structure within your team and order. And I'm kind, like Mm -hmm. whenever we have conversations about things that needs to be changed or even in the moment, like it's so important that the worship, well, both, both, it goes both ways, but it's so important that you have honor and kindness towards each other. Well, the relationship is number one. Yeah. I've come in way too hot too many times thinking, Oh, I'm gifted in this area. They should listen to me. And mm-hmm. that's never the case. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're like, who are you? Why are you so confident in what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. And Why I'm should like, we listen to you? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. I need to <laughs> like maybe if... do life with this person for a bit, gain relationship, not in a manipulative way, a real honest relationship. Yeah. yeah. So that way things just work. And yeah. Like if I, if I am on stage, like in something technically happens, like I'm going to try my best to let the production team know without like calling them out and like yeah. bashing them. You know? yeah, no, it's, yeah. It's, it's always like easier to troubleshoot as a team mm-hmm. and like not ever feeling like it's one person's fault because mm-hmm. usually it's not like yeah. n- unless someone came unprepared or they came not on time. Those are the only two issues that really have to do with any person. Like mm-hmm. the rest of the things we ever have to deal with is like, why are we not getting signal here? Like what's happening with this? Like how do we, you know, mm. it's, it's yeah. all, teamwork based stuff and, and with like, that with those relationships with the teamwork like now it's just a, a standard for us to do everything the very 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 best that we can yeah mm-hmm. and everybody on our team will collectively come together mm-hmm. to make that happen and they won't ever question it if somebody's like trying to make a change or they're mm-hmm. like hey guys like, the good. Let's, let's do this because it's always like oh they were like preparing you know like mm-hmm. there must be like a good reason for this like, like, we had mm-hmm. a this past weekend we had a guest uh pastor come in and and uh, he had asked if we could do something to make him more comfortable, which was to throw a big TV on stage mm-hmm. to put his points up there to 
like because that's typically how he runs. Yeah, it's like a presentation home. setup that yeah. he mm-hmm. does at his church. Mm-hmm. He's and got like his whole presentation on a on a display behind him. TV. And so that's just not how we do it here. We do right. lower thirds on our iMag, and right. that works for us. But we made that work for him. You know, mm-hmm. we went out and got all the necessary supplies to make it happen. And and everybody know. on our team was like, "Okay, cool. What do we need to do to make this mm-hmm. happen?" Yeah. We had people like church members jumping up off the front row to help get the tv yeah to to help strike it and to help you know reset the next service like it was it's so cool to see the city come together and try to make a change like that like Mm -hmm. they're all on board they're like let's do it and then what what i love about you lee is that like you are the type of person to serve what's being asked like he asked for that and like you could have easily been like no no we don't sure that's not what we do we don't do that and you didn't you were like dude whatever we can do to make your message and yeah. make your flow better which and is so like, funny because specific so this pastor we're talking about he has a church in chattanooga and they put on a creative conference um and i was asked to go speak mm. at this creative conference on production so like cool. the <laughs> fact that maybe it was like the lord setting it up to test me but like in the session I was teaching, I was talking about how you got to be flexible. You've got to make everybody, you know, feel the best they can and do whatever you can. And so that's cool, man. The Lord's that's like, beautiful. okay, do it at your church. <laughs> I was like, okay, let's make it happen. So yeah. dude, tech directors, worship directors, worship pastors work with each other, mm-hmm. do life with each other. Like, because really... you're going to have each other's backs and the product will only be better. Yeah. yeah. Like there's not one tech director or worship pastor out there that doesn't want things to be great right and if you yeah. don't you need to meet with the lord yeah get on the <laughs> same page man <laughs> yeah and, we'll, and and this is the last thing and then we can wrap it up like yep i don't make things purposely frustrating for me like mm-hmm. i i would have never said yes if i knew it wasn't possible like right. clearly i like we mm-hmm. we have like i and, and i was approached with something i'd already thought about how we were going to do it here so yeah. it's like oh no this is a time we can actually try to make it work That's and cool. like i wouldn't go out of my way to like He's, if he comes in, he's like, well, we don't have a stage at our church. Okay. Uh, you know, I, we have one here. I can't t- tear down our stage <laughs> in order to make that work. But just gutted. We're like, sorry, bro. Yeah. <laughs> told you we don't have a stage. But like, you know, it's, it's, it, it definitely is like, what's possible? What can you do? What can you go, you know, an extra mile for? Yeah. And usually like, if I can hit that extra mile, then I'm already thinking about what's the next mile I could yeah. go. And sometimes I even hit mile two and it's just mm-hmm. like, you know, it makes everything so much better and like so we're gonna have the tv shoot up out of the stage like michael jackson (laughs) on the this is it tour (laughs) yeah well what's so cool is like what anytime that i've seen a a positive change happen like that it usually always points you more like further down that not i wouldn't call it a rabbit hole Mm -hmm. but like it glory to glory right or excellence calls to excellence and so like you know i i know that that'll just kind of be more of a normal thing around here now that we've done it and you pulled mm-hmm. it off and it looked great and it worked and it served the moment. And now we get to do that more. We know yeah. that we can do that. And we want to, again, for a different episode, but we want to definitely hit on like utilizing what you have. Like we keep saying this, but this is not a massive church. Mm-hmm. It's just a, it's a massive team. Like our heart is massive. <laughs> like we, yeah. we are able to take things on because of how we work together and, everybody's on the same page to make things good yeah mm-hmm. to make them excellent not for our glory but for the lord's glory because because he deserves it yeah, yeah. like we want to make our experiences throne roomy as possible 
as beautiful as possible and like however we can do to help i I know there's people out there listening that like i don't have resources i don't have money how do i do it Mm -hmm. dude it's possible we can help yeah (laughs) we we have been in that spot where we were literally like we had the most bare bones set up and people would walk in and look at it and be like they they would be technical director of churches of Mm ten thousand and they'll look and see what we're doing they're like how how are you guys pulling this off? Yeah. So it's, it's possible team. It is. <laughs> yeah, it really is. And our church went from like 45 people to now, you know, over a thousand, over a I thousand. Have, I've been here for five months and we've doubled. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, we're like, sure. we're seeing a big boom right now. Yeah. The Lord's blessing it right but now. Like, yeah. But even then, like when, especially, I don't know who was doing it before Lee, but when, no one, when Lee, yeah, <laughs> we didn't have one, but when Lee came on, like I could tell there was a huge difference and like, it was amazing what we were able to do with what limited resources that we had. And, and even still now there's some limitations that we have, but we, we fight through those and we make things absolute best as possible. Yeah. Yeah. So let's wrap this one. Yeah. Yeah. We hope you have a wonderful day today. Oh, apparently it's my birthday today. Yeah. (laughs) So happy birthday, Harley. So happy. (laughs) So what happened just real quick was, so, uh, Everybody this morning was like blowing up my Facebook and like sending me texts like happy birthday. And I'm like, what? 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 So I go to like my like about section on my Facebook and I look and some weird way, someone else's birthday. So I, I manage some business accounts on Facebook and stuff. And apparently their birthday got like locked into my profile. Your account. And I don't even know how. Have you gotten a cash out? No, I, that would be nothing. Let me check. I don't know. Um, hey, man. I have $3,000. An anonymous donor. I want to bless my pastor. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so apparently it's my birthday, so I'm getting all these texts. So I made a post that was like, it is not my birthday. I was like, I'll just take this as a, like a unexpected encouragement day. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's so good. So, yeah. anyway, we're wrapping it up. But we love you guys. We want to resource as much as possible, and we want to help you. We're here for you. We get it. We understand what church life uh, is like if you're watching from church, but hopefully some of the principles we talk about, you can put those into wherever you work or whatever you do. Yeah. And um, yeah. yeah, if you have questions for us, shoot us an email at worship at madisonstreetworship.com or uh, follow us on our socials and shoot us a message there or be involved and interactive on our questions that we post sometimes. And that's all we have. We love you guys love so you much. Love you guys. Love you. See ya.